Welcome to the Lee Sloan Podcast. I believe that ideas and conversations have consequences, consequences that impact generations to come. Thanks for joining me today. Together, let's be brave enough to think, brave enough to feel, brave enough to change the world, one brave conversation at a time. Well, today I'm excited to introduce to you some new voices, a couple of brave young ladies that I have invited here to the podcast to talk about some issues related to women today. And we know we have we have some some real issues in our society and in our culture. And so I've invited Nisha Christie and Amanda Hartman to share their insights, their perspectives. And this portion of our conversation focuses on the idea of body image. And as we know, as women, our perception of ourselves really affects us. So let's take a listen. We, why do you think we as women talk about this a lot and that we have such a hard time being satisfied in our own skin? Because I think we do, unless you agree, disagree. No, I, I totally agree. Um, I just, I really think it just comes down to judgment of just how you're seeing. Like, I think we're, um, more critical on ourselves. Like we kind of judge ourselves even more than anybody else. But, um, personally for me, um, just, I kind of went through a situation and it was interesting just seeing the changes that I have. You know, how I dress and how I was, because um, I used to not be this size. <laughs> and so there was a time in my life where I was very, very tiny, and then there was a time in my life where I had, like, super huge muscular arms just from all my swimming mm. and athletics. And I remember, like, you know, getting pictures or, you know, just, like, the angle it would be at. And you're like, oh, okay, I need to crop that or you need to... Um, Actually, it's interesting because I just went on a trip and met this wonderful person. She showed me the, um, I can't even think of the program right now, but you can take your arm and you can actually like clip it and crop it and oh, size and a picture it down. You mean? Yeah, there's an app. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't think of the name, but um, yeah, it was. It's interesting. It's interesting what you can do now with technology. So. Mm-hmm. Um, makes it complicated though yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I and I don't know if me personally but just like how men look at you or just kind of mm-hmm. you know what I you just you have to wear tight clothing or you have to look a certain way if you don't look that way then they're not going to like you or they're you know you're not going to be pretty enough mm-hmm. or they're going to judge you so you have to mm-hmm. um but then if you wear baggy clothing then they're not going to be able to see your figure and then they're going to think this or I don't know it's just it's interesting you know, that yeah. you're bringing it up just because... I mean, women um, get judged, it seems like, a lot based on what we mm-hmm. wear and how we look. We do, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, how God sees us, like, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to do that. Right. It's supposed to be... <laughs> yeah, we know that. However, just, <laughs> you're yeah. supposed to be, but we don't. We yeah. judge, so... Um, I think, for me, I... I've gone through a lot with my body image. Um, I mean, you're you're like fed it even as like a little girl, mm-hmm. or you like you hear your mom saying stuff, right. or your cousins looking at you and like, hey, like you you know, I I don't know. At least for me, like mm-hmm. I was I was criticized for my body, and I had a lot of shame around my body, and mm-hmm. um, spell like especially during the developmenting mm-hmm. developmental yes. years, mm-hmm. like I didn't have a strong. Um, 
motherly support and so that was like really hard for me so mm-hmm. I would want to like cover up and like have shame and mm-hmm. um just like oh my body's not supposed to look like this if it didn't look like this then they wouldn't say that mm-hmm. um but then as I got older and I like started taking these classes you know on like women um uh women ish whatever I don't studies know yeah. women's studies yeah right. women's studies and that was like the most eye-opening and beautiful thing to learn about, like, the industrialization of, you know, if we tell them that they're supposed to look like this, Mm -hmm. they will buy our product. Right. You know, so, like, Because they don't look like that right now. Right, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, this is, like, the industry gets to decide, oh, this is what's beautiful, and this is the image of, like, Mm -hmm. the one-size-fits-all. Right. You know, and... And you see that all the time on magazines and commercials. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, And so, like, after having that, like, removed from my eyes and, like, dealing with my own healing, um, with my body... I am just, and I'm in, like, the process right now of, like, embracing beauty. Like, what is beauty? And Mm -hmm. what does that mean to me? Like, what makes me beautiful? Because it's not my hair, and it's not, you know, my clothes, and it's not, you know, it's, like, my strength, you know, my dignity. Like, that one time that I could have gave up, and I chose not to, and God, like, pulled me out. Like, that's beautiful, (laughs) right? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard, but, because sometimes I do wake up, and I'm like, oh, man. I wish my pants fit a different way. I wish this and that. And then it's like, dang, no, I have to remember, like, what what is true about mm-hmm. me and, like, not right give in to, like, a one-size, like, fits all. Because it yeah. doesn't. And it's not yeah. supposed to. Yeah. And that's beautiful that it's not supposed <laughs> yeah. to, you know? No, and it's, it's not. And it, yeah. and it shouldn't be either. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I actually... I was, I was, I grew up in Los Angeles, so it was all about your image oh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't know anything better really or different. Um, and so, you know, I had, I was a cute little girl, you know, and I had, I got a lot of good attention from being a cute little girl. And then when I started developing, I kind of developed early. Right. And so then I started getting different kinds of attention Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, you know, boys can develop, but they don't, doesn't change the attention mm-hmm. necessarily. Right. Maybe, maybe among other boys, but right. it seems like it's different for women. Now, mm-hmm. now it's like a dirty thing. Now it's like, like, okay, I didn't do this to my body. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. I didn't mean, and so you kind of feel like that shame mm-hmm. of just being a normal woman. Yeah. It's like, because of <laughs> right. our sex, our sex saturated mm-hmm. and obsessed society is right. just like, Oh, you know, so you get all this different kind of attention. Right. And then, so I think what happened was when I moved, I had a big culture shock moving to a little town from a big city. And then, so I, I ended up developing anorexia and I think part of it, not all of it, but part of it was just control. But I think a lot of it was, I didn't want to have the shame of being a woman Mm. because that it meant all this other sexual stuff. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted to Mm -hmm. be this little girl still I wasn't ready to have all right. this stuff on my body right. you know what I'm right. mm-hmm. so I think there yeah we it's sad to me that that's that's our legacy that we inherit is all this sexual you know tension or whatever mm-hmm. when when all we want to do is become women that we're mm-hmm. created to be in mm-hmm. um, I don't yeah. want my daughter to have to be saddled with Come that on. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah she's just at that age now so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And it all, it all, a lot of these issues are related to sexuality. If you think about all the women's issues, 
Right. Mm-hmm. They all stem mm-hmm. from that yeah. place of like, I guess that the interaction we have with men, whether right. it's lust or, you know, and then, and then our competition with other women, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. well, that's, I think that's the big one. That's the nail <laughs> on the head right there. Do you dress for men or do you really dress for other women? <laughs> no, I, well, actually, I think you actually do dress for other women. I think so then too. You want to I like, think they notice more. Yeah. Well, you do. Like if you have your hair done, like, oh wow, you look nice. Or you yeah. have your hair done. Your I'm eyebrows. Like, oh, yes. Just yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what man really notices eyebrows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We know but, the specifics because we walk in it. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. there are also men that like that, too, mm-hmm. or they expect it, or, yeah. you know, so it just... I was watching a talk show, and I don't know if this was supposed to be the topic of the talk show, but it was all about appearance and, like, how you have to dip your hair in oil every night if you want it to be if you want it to be blonde and you want it to be, like, <laughs> good, and then, like, how she keeps, like, these little cuticle things in her purse all the time so her nails can be, like, just so, and, and somebody was like, well, what about your hair? What, what's what's the part of your body that you dislike the most? Well, my forehead isn't quite right. <laughs> and I was just like... Oh. I don't have time for that. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, this is this is why we're fighting for, um, for like, power, mm-hmm. is so we can obsess over ourselves. <laughs> like, is that really what we're, what women's empowerment is about? You know? No. I, <laughs> not by your image. No. Yeah. Um... I mean, for me as a mom, like, it, I, I don't have 20 minutes to look in a mirror and straighten my hair or, you know, it's like 10 minutes done or, yeah. you know, when I do, it's like, oh, wow, where did that come from? But Right. But I do think that, that be- beauty is power mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a large degree, especially when you're a woman. I had a professor once tell me, um, if you're... If you're, and she was a politician, so she had that kind of mindset. She's like, if your daughter is um, smart, but she's not beautiful, you need to do whatever it takes to make her beautiful. Like, get her nose job, do whatever it takes, because mm-hmm. in this world, she will not go forward. Like, especially if she's going to do anything in the public or any anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's sad, but it's also like, I can see why she said that, mm-hmm. if you're going to be like going after success. Now we are just barely <laughs> scratching the surface of this issue. There is so much more that we could explore here because body image is related to all kinds of issues for us. It's related to health and wellness, to sexuality and relationships, to culture, and a lot more. And I think that every culture has had their own unique beauty standards, right? I mean, sometimes I think it's so random how we obsess over like one body part, like you know, for example, in the U.S., it's breasts, right? And, and it's really kind of this Western thing that's happened in Western culture. And it, cultures of the past, like, you know, they considered ankles to be the sexiest part of the body. It's really true. It's crazy. And so in any case, I mean, both to, to major on one body part is pretty, pretty weird, but it's kind of what we do as humans, right? And so the female form in particular has been historically somewhat of a status symbol if you have the type of body that culture currently says is in then you've got it made and I think what the important thing to remember for us women though about how we view ourselves is to first of all appreciate like the actual health and well-being of our bodies and a lot of times we I know I have elevated the the way our bodies look over 
that value, um, whether they conform to the cultural trends of the day. So I talked a little bit about the time in my life when I was anorexic. And, you know, I was happy in that point in my life with finally achieving this somewhat impossible standard, um, achieving that thigh gap before there was a word for thigh gap back then. Um, and, and it really wasn't healthy for me to have a thigh gap, right? <laughs> but no one talked about it, but, but it was this subtle thing that we, we were expected to be. And so, but in the same way, like I might've been satisfied with the way I looked, but I was so miserable in so many other ways. I was weak. Um, I was insecure about my image, constantly thinking about it. And I, my personality just dwindled because I wasn't confident in who I believe God really made me to be. We're going to go a little deeper with Amanda and Nisha, and we're going to discuss sexuality. We are These ladies have been so brave with me, and I'm excited to share that next part. So, you know, I hope you invite a friend to this. Um, we're going to talk about dating. We're going to, I hope you actually listen along with women in your life that hopefully it will spark some really great conversations. Maybe even if you're listening to this, men, this will be an insight for you, but also hopefully it'll spark conversations with like your significant other or, you know, your sisters or whoever it is, um, because every conversation matters and we just want to help you have better, brave conversations. 